I'm a native of Cranford. I spent my first 10 years of life here in Cranford, grew up in Linden, graduated from Linden High School. From there, I went to college in Nova Scotia, Canada, St. Mary's University. The basketball coach there was from Union County and had coached in Cranford at one point. And then in, uh, no, in Linden, I'm sorry. Uh, Les Goodwin was his name. And I spent four years in Nova Scotia. During my college years, I was sort of drawn toward the ministry. Uh, from there, I went to Drew University, where I earned my Master of Divinity degree, and <laughs> ended up here. How long have you been here? Depends on who you ask. Some of the members will say too long. I've actually been pastoring this church for 40 years. Is this the first church that you pastored? The first church I've pastored. I, I did work in another church um, while I was studying. I worked at Ever Form Church in Patterson, New Jersey. It was a transitional church in the early 70s. The community was in transition, of course, following, of course, the riots of the 60s. It was a Dutch Reformed church, a mixed congregation, African-American pastor. Fascinating experience. It really was a very fascinating experience, and I enjoyed it very much. But that was my only actual experience prior to coming back to First Baptist, where actually I grew up. And that's somewhat amazing to think that the church that you grew up in here in Cranford was the church that your first and only pastorate ended up being at. Well, I guess that is unique in some ways. I've seen it happen in other places, but it's not a regular occurrence. That is true. You know, they say sometimes the scripture says the prophet is never honored in his own hometown, and sometimes that's the case, but we all have adjustments to make as we go. Tell me a little bit about First Baptist Church, for those who aren't familiar with it, some of the things that are going on here at First Baptist. Well, first of all, First Baptist was founded 1887, so it's been around for over 120 years. It's been here for quite some time. We're involved in a number of things, actually, not as many as I would like, but we have some of our people who are involved in a number of things. We're represented, we're a member of the, of the Progressive National Baptist Convention, very active in the New Jersey Convention of Progressive Baptist. Through some of our members, we have affiliations with the NAACP, Church Women United. One of our members is currently the president of the local branch of the uh, Church Women United, prison ministries, and a few other things like that. Now, most of these projects are, are essentially work through individuals, not in so much committees within the congregation. But we do have affiliation with a number of organizations. We do support the NAACP, National Council of Negro Women, several mission initiatives. We, we uh, support the Gideons on a regular basis and a few other organizations as well. So we, we try to keep busy. Like I said, not as many as we would like, not to the extent that we would like, but at the moment with as many organizations, we have limited resources, human and financial. You mentioned that you're associated with the Progressive Baptists. There are many different Baptist groups, everything from the Southern Baptist, which is probably one of the most well-known Baptist groups, to other smaller Baptist groups. How would you say that the Progressive Baptists fit in within that whole Baptist realm, if you will? Progressive National Baptist Convention was founded in 1962. It's actually a splinter group from the National Baptist Convention. They're largely a group of ministers who had a, a more for one of the term, progressive attitude in terms of how the church and the convention should be run. One of the traditional reasons given for the establishment of this organization was that it was during the early years of the Civil Rights Movement, and some of the leaders felt that Martin Luther King needed a church home. What a lot of people don't understand is that the stance of Martin King as well as Malcolm X was uh, very, were very controversial. They were both controversial in their own ways, given the social climate of the time. 
And uh, King was even ostracized by a number of his fellow African-Americans. So one of the reasons that the convention was formed was to provide a home, a church home, and found and backing for Dr. King and his movement. There are also some, some differences. As you know, there are many different denominations, and they all have different theological or polity differences. And the National Baptist Convention had had the same president for many, many years. There were many well-trained people in the convention who felt that there should be shared governance. And that was another reason for the formation of this particular convention. The Progressive National Convention is actually an international convention. We have churches in Bermuda, Cuba, Europe, and Africa who are actively members of, of the convention. We have four regions, and one of them is an international region. Our current second vice president is from Bermuda. So the reach is far and wide. The National Convention also runs the Nanny Helen Burroughs School in Washington, D.C., and we regularly have fundraisers to support the work of that particular school. And they do a magnificent job with the young people in the Washington community there. For people who would like to know more about First Baptist Church, can you tell me when the services are held, when they can come to uh, worship here, and is there a Sunday school that's also available? Sunday school every Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m., Services every Sunday at 11 a.m., Bible study every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Everyone's welcome.